You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday, June the 8th of 2021. I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show, Lucas Smith. Thanks for tuning in today and every day you tune in. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals and email the show at any time at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Brought to you today in part by Locked On MLB. Be sure to join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, but please call him Sully, every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both past and present. They have exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best source for your daily baseball talk. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts. Today, they had Jake Mastriani of Locked On Brewers on to get some perspective from the Brewers host, and it was really good listen, so I would highly encourage you to go listen to that. Uh, so on today's show, kind of taking a little bit of an in-depth look at the next couple of series, uh, or next couple of games, rather not series, next couple of games for the St. Louis Cardinals uh, as they had an off day yesterday. If you missed the show yesterday, I talked a little bit, you know, kind of a recap of the, the ugly series that was against the Cincinnati Reds. Um, and also kind of talked about, you know, should the Cardinals be concerned uh, at the, should, should Mike Shilton and anybody else be concerned about the Cardinals' performance to date through that second 17-game stretch? And I actually wrote an article about it for a news station in St. Louis, uh, KSDK. So head over to KSDK.com, click on the Sports tab, click on Cardinals. Um, and I am there um on, on that site there. Um, it's called Locked on Cardinals, measuring the concern level for the cards after a rough 17-game stretch. And it was rough after digging into a little bit more of the the numbers. Uh, came away, you know, the Cardinals are sitting at 31-29, and 29, and they currently sit, the article was, was written and posted yesterday, so at the time they sat two and a half back of the Chicago Cubs, but after the Cubs game last night against the San Diego Padres, uh, that went really long because uh, it was out at the at the West Coast. Cubs are still in first place because they didn't lose two and a half games, uh, but they did lose yesterday to the Padres, and so the Brewers are now in first place. Cardinals were two and a half back of the Brewers, or would be the correct uh, writing in the article. But anyway, so the first 17 game stretch. It wasn't 17 straight because they had the rain out and they played two games at New York or against New York at home. But still, 17 games in 17 days. Uh, they went 13 and four, had two weekend sweeps. But this most recent one, they went six and 11, winning just one series. That was a three out of four. To uh, losing three out of four, or, no, I'm sorry, winning three out of four to the Diamondbacks. So the two stretches were very different uh, to the St. Louis Cardinals. They did not um, did not perform well a 17 game stretch, and I just kind of dug into a little bit a little bit of the numbers. Um, so I encourage you to go to go check that out as uh, as you have your your leisure time, if you will. But um, th- this team needs some help. I talked about this a little bit yesterday, so I won't dig too much into it. But these are the stati- the ranks and some st- statistical categories within the NL um, as of yesterday. Bullpen ERA 4.36, ninth in the NL. Bullpen walks per nine, 5.79, most in the NL. Starter ERA, 4.19, eighth in the NL. 
Starters walk per nine, 3.78, which is most in the NL. Team whip, 1.37, which is 12th in the National League. Average is 12th at 231. You say average doesn't matter. They're 12th in on base percentage at 302 and 7th in team slugging at 391. And this isn't in the major league. So these aren't top, middle, back. those are national league rankings. And you can, you know, I feel like the baseball is a different sport where it really does matter more so which league you're, lo- you're looking at those rankings because uh, the, the playing field is different. But the Cardinals don't fall well into either one of those categories, whether you're talking about league-based, league ranking, or um, entire major league baseball ranking. So National League, American League versus the entire league. It's not good. Cardinals need to, need to turn it around. And they start that turnaround process today with a game against the Cleveland Indians. Uh, they have two games set, just a brief two-game set uh, with the Indians. 7-15 time with the first pitch for both of them. I talked about it for about two minutes on yesterday's show, so I'll go a little bit more in-depth with it. Um, talking about the talking about the, the series and, and my predictions and breaking it down a little bit. And then the Cardinals have another off day Thursday. And then three games at Wrigley. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 120 on Friday, 615 on Saturday, and then Sunday night they have a game against the Chicago Cubs. Sunday night baseball at 608. Uh, be looking to do a locker room Thursday evening on the off day. So I'll be looking on the announcement for that. Um, do a locker room discussion. Maybe Joe Kilgout, host of Locked On Cubs, will join me. But nevertheless, I will be sure to post that and get a locker room discussion out on Thursday. Okay. But before I get into the Cleveland series, just kind of a, a rundown of the schedule for the next, uh, for, for the rest of the month. Um, like I said, Cubs three games. But they're kind of going back and forth. They're home today and tomorrow. They'll probably fly out Thursday. Got a day game, like I said, in the weekend series against the Cubs. They come back home on Monday to play the Marlins for three. And then they fly out to Atlanta for a four-game set against the Braves. All 6-20 starts. There's a 6-15 and a 6-08 mixed in there. Because the Cardinals have back-to-back Sunday night baseball. Once against the Cubs and once against the Atlanta Braves. Then an off day. Then at Detroit. Then four at home against Pittsburgh. And then three against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Two finish out the month. So other than this Cubs series, Cubs are, you know, playoff team as we stand right now. The Cardinals don't face a playoff team as the standings stand right now for the entire month. Uh, within, within the National League, I guess I should say. Um, but even the, the, the Cleveland Indians are a game out of the wild card. The Atlanta Braves are five games out of the wild card, a game under 500. So this this could be, if the Cardinals are a team that they say they are, that this is a, this is a month the Cardinals could win. They have not done so this year, or they've not done so this month, I should say, winning just one game. One and five on the month, so it's it's got to start now. Got to start now. We will, if 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 you're gonna beat be the best, you've got to beat the worst handedly. The, this this Cubs series this weekend, I think, is going to be a big one. That that's the series. You know, we talked about it with Joe on our on a crossover a couple weeks ago. Whenever they played the Cardinals, or when they played the Cubs at Bush, that. Um, uh, that, that was about as big as a series as you're going to get in mid-May. Well, this is as big as a series you're going to get in June. I think any series against the Cubs is a big series just with the rivalry, but every series against a playoff team is a big series, especially now that we're into close to 
getting close to the midway point, probably just at the, the third point or the, the one-fourth point, past the one-fourth point. That's going to be a big series next week, this weekend, I guess I should say. So I got my eyes locked on that. So that will take us to our first break uh, for the rest of the show. We'll be kind of previewing and giving my predictions and thoughts on this upcoming series against the Cleveland Indians. Um, Cleveland was also off yesterday, so if you want a Cleveland Indians perspective, head over to Locked on Indians as well. Um, but I'm going to take a quick break, tell you about some wonderful sponsors, and then back to baseball. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want you to help even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant Karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured speed account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, or free withdrawals for a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th, that's today, and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Credit Karma Money progress starts here. So right now, right now, while you're driving, working out, mowing the lawn, whatever you might be doing, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits do apply. RockAuto.com is a family business serving Autoville's customers online for 20 years. Head over to RockAuto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds, that's right, hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Cardinals and Indians first pitch tonight, 7-15. Shane Bieber gets the ball for the Cleveland Indians. Carlos Martinez for the St. Louis Cardinals. And for Carlos, this is going to be one of redemption. Because we all know, or at least if you don't know, I will remind you what happened in his most previous start. His career ERA jumped close to a point, And his season ERA jumped over a point to 5.83. He recorded just two outs, gave up two hits, walked four, struck out one. That was on a failed bunt attempt by the pitcher and gave up 10 earned runs. 10 earned runs. His ERA for the month of June, 135. 
That's a large ERA. He needs to redeem himself. I don't think I'm blowing anybody's mind by saying that he needs to pitch better. He's facing a guy that won the Cy Young Award and Shane Bieber. And his numbers this year aren't all that fantastic. Comes in with a 6-3 and record, 117 strikeouts in 79 innings. That's good. A whip of 1.19 and an ERA of 3.08. In Shane Bieber's most recent start against the Chicago White Sox, he went 7 innings, 3 runs, just 2 earned, walked 2, hit 5, and struck out 7, or gave up 5 hits, and struck out 7. Cardinal offense has a tall task ahead of them. And I would argue that the Cleveland Indians offense does not have as much of a tall task ahead of them. But the thing of it is, we don't know. Because Carlos Martinez could come out and dazzle and throw six no-hit innings, just like he did against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Who knows? As much as I'm an advocate for Carlos Martinez, or much as I have been, I guess I should say, an advocate for Carlos Martinez, I'm still not one to disregard the fact that he is a wild card. He's an absolute wild card. You literally don't know what you're going to get from him. Could be really good, could be really, really bad. We've seen an uptick uptick this year in his cutter percentage. Last year, he threw it just 1%, 2.3% the year before. In his first year, throwing it 2018, 16%. This year, he's throwing it at 21.5%. And it's not been super effective. Hitters are hitting 289 against it. Slugging 533. Throws it a lot more often to left-handed batters. Meanwhile, we've seen a downtick in his changeup to just 12% of the time he throws that, and that's proven extremely effective. Throws it more often to lefties. Hitters are hitting just 206 to put away pitch 21% of the time for him. So that's peculiar to me as to why the cutter has seen such an uptick and the slider, or the changeup rather, has seen such a downtick when the changeup has been more effective than the cutter. He only thrown three curveballs this year, so you can throw that pitch out the window. But that he's got a fastball, slider, cutter, sinker, and then the changeup curveball that I've already mentioned. So he's got a pretty wide array of pitches that he can go to at any given time. It's just a matter of how many are going to be effective. And when you're looking at baseball savant, you look at the percentile rankings basically of, you know, Based on the rest of the league, how is he faring? You want to see a lot of red, because that means great, higher percentiles. But he's in the blue in a lot in every single one. Middle of the pack in walk rate. But he's 34th in average exit velocity, so how hard people are hitting the ball against him. So they're hitting the ball hard. 28th percentile in hard hit percentage. That's pretty self-explanatory. 17th in chase rate. 3rd percentile in curve spin. 14th in fastball spin third percentile and whip so just not good he's not fooling a lot of people even when he has success he doesn't get a lot of outs meanwhile you look at Shane Bieber he's in the red in a lot of different places 93rd percentile and K rate 
92nd in chase rate, 96th in whiff rate, 66th in fastball percentage, 67th in expected ERA. So the Cardinals have a very tall task going up against Shane Bieber, looking at digging into some of his numbers. His K rate is in the top 7% of the league, as I mentioned. He's got a fastball, curveball, slider, changeup, cutter. Throwing his fastball a little less often this year and his curveball a lot more often this year. Not not a lot, just a touch more. 26 last year to 32% this year. What he is throwing more often is the slider. Last year in 2020, he threw his slider 11.6% of the time in his Cy Young Award winning season. This year, he's throwing at 26.8% of the time. Last year against the slider... Batters hit just a buck thirty-five off of it, one twenty-one expected batting average, two ninety-seven slugging. So you see why we saw an uptick. Uptick. He throws it almost exclusively to right-handed batters. Three hundred fifteen number of right-handed batters have seen it, versus twenty-five times to lefties. And this year, batters hitting just a buck eighty-two, slugging two seventy-three. Super effective. So look for that slider to be an out pitch. It's a put-away pitch twenty-seven percent of the time. His curveball is his put away pitch 30% of the time. Batter's hitting just 212 on it, slugging 279. The pitch that you're probably going to have the most success off of is that fastball. He throws it 34% of the time. Put away pitch 34%. 30% of the time, batter's hitting 257, slugging 497. Weighted on base, expected of 358. So if Cardinals are going to hit Bieber, based on the stats, based on what we've seen, it's going to be on the heater. Because every one of his pitches, curveball, slider, changeup, cutter, those four has given up a home run each. His fastball has given up five. Granted, it makes more sense because you're going to throw your fastball more often, and he does. He throws his fastball 34% of the time, but curveball is not far behind at 32% of the time. So it keeps you guessing. It's almost like Adam Wainwright, but with a better fastball. Because Wainwright's up there as well with 30% f- uh, curveballs as well. It's going to be tough. There, there's no question about it. And then when you're looking at anybody has any at-bats, Cardinals have a, as a team have five at-bats against Shane Bieber. Carpenter's one for two. Yachty's one for three. That's it. And when you're looking at it against Carlos Martinez on the other side, Austin Hedges is 0 for three. Everybody else has what? Let's see here. Jose Ramirez is 0 for three. I don't know any of the other names. Eddie Rosario is... Uh, three for six. Rene Rivera has a home run and two RBIs. So I think that this could be a good start for Carlos. He seems to pitch to the level of his competition, and the Indians are not that highly of an offensive team. Um, so I think that he's going to pitch to his competition. He, I think he's going to have a good start tonight. Carlos did not start against the Indians in his abysmal 2020 season. Um, so, the, you know, I... Looking at his career against a certain team, I usually only look at that in the, like the last year where teams are similar or like at a certain ballpark. Um, so I, I don't really look at like you know what's and, and there are some weird ones like Paul DeYoung against the New York Mets is a weird one, but I'd be willing to bet most of those are against the um, or at at New York. Or I look I look more at how teams face off against other teams at certain ballparks if that makes any sense. So for me, the numbers for Paul DeYoung against New York are more of a statistical anomaly and I look more the numbers that mean more to me are Paul DeYoung's stats 
in New York or in Bush Stadium. Um, Shane Bieber did not face against face off against the Cardinals last season. So this will be the Cardinals' first look at him, um, at least in two years. So it, it could be one of those things that's not in the Cardinals' favor. Offensively, it's going to be a tall task. But like I said, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, call me crazy, call me what you want. I think Carlos Martinez puts together a good start tonight. I really, really do. We'll see how the lineup looks against him. But if you look at his game logs, he tends to rebound after after rough starts. For example, on the 16th of April, he gave up six earned in five innings against the Phillies. Very next start, goes out, gives up one earned run in six innings. He gives up on the 8th. He gives up five earned in five innings against the Rockies, then throws six innings, giving up just two runs. So we'll see. I think he rebounds and has a good start. So that, that's game one kind of recap, going really in-depth to the pitching numbers. Um, and then game two, which is tomorrow night, again, another 7-15 start from Bush Stadium on Wednesday, is um, Adam Wainwright versus John Carlos Mejia. Um, he doesn't have a lot of uh, stats on him, so I'll dive more into Wainwright stuff and give my thoughts on that. Um, and also, a special announcement about tomorrow's show. It's kind of a milestone, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, i got to take one more break before segment number three. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is well within full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting news, including Major League Baseball, but also the NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action, and more. So before the next pitch tonight, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50%, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can get that 50% welcome bonus by using the promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Locked On gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I mentioned a milestone is coming your way, and that is the show's, as me as a host, so my 200th episode is coming out tomorrow, Wednesday, 200th episode, very excited, thank you to you guys, I'll give a little more in-depth and a little bit more, uh, a longer thank you tomorrow, but thank you to you guys for making this possible, because if I wasn't getting listens, if you guys weren't interacting with me on Twitter and Instagram and, and everything like that, and I wouldn't, and I wouldn't keep this job, <laughs> plain and simple. So it's you guys that makes this possible. Love interacting with you, and I love getting to talk Cardinal baseball. So 200th episode coming your way tomorrow. Um, I, I really do want you guys to DM me, email the show, DM me on Twitter LJ Fastball, DM me uh, on Twitter LJ Fastball, DM the show on Twitter or, or Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Email the show lockedoncards at gmail.com. What's been your favorite part about the show? Something you really enjoy. Favorite memory of the show, maybe. Let me know. I really do want to know. So uh, looking forward to that. And again, I'll put that out on Twitter as well. Maybe you can reply to the tweet. Uh, but nevertheless, two of the show coming out tomorrow. Or coming out, yes, tomorrow. So very exciting. Hopefully we get to talk about a Cardinal win. But for now, let's talk about the game. It's going on tomorrow. Again, Gene Carlos Mejia facing off against Adam Wainwright. Um, this is Mejia's second start in the big leagues. Ever. Um, so not a whole lot of stats on him. But in that first start, 
Um, again, he's been working out of the bullpen, so this is his major league debut. He's got four games, one start, eight innings overall across those four games with nine punchouts. In that most recent start, he went three innings, walked one, struck out two. According to MLB.com, he'll be working uh, up to 65 pitches today. So it would most likely be mostly a bullpen game tomorrow for the Cleveland Indians. But according to Baseball Savant, he's got a sinker, a fastball, a slider, a changeup, and a curveball. He's only thrown five curveballs this year. Throws a sinker 42% of the time, fastball 21, changeup 13. Uh, so it'll be heavy fastball sinker, mix in a changeup every once in a while. His fastball up on the zone seems to be his put-away pitch. Uh, he also likes to set it up down and away, but also if you look at his uh, heat maps of where he throws pitches, his fastball is definitely the most elevated one of them all. He's really good, according to the, again to this heat map, of keeping his sinker down. Um, looks like his changeup um, throws it away a lot to um, to left-handed batters, which makes sense coming from a right-hander. Um, so looking for changeups almost exclusively, almost exclusively to left-handed batters. Throws he has thrown it 16 times to lefties, just once to righties. Uh, but looking at the numbers off of them, not a whole lot of hits. Uh, people have only hit his sinker. He's uh, given up a double, a single. Um, and um, two other hits on his on his sinker. So again, these numbers large large number of them are out of the bullpen. Um, and again, only the three innings in his most previous start. And in the, in that start, he gave up just um, one hit. So Mejia could be a, a weapon, could be really solid coming out um, on tomorrow. When you're looking at Adam Wainwright, we all know what we're gonna get. He throws his curveball 33 percent of the time. Uh, you can throw it for a strike. You can snap it off more for a late bite strikeout. We all know what we're going to get. He's actually throwing his curveball less this year than he did last year. Threw it last year upwards of 38%. This year down to 33%. He's throwing his changeup just a tad more um, at 35.5%. But people seem to hit the cutter. Whenever he gets hurt, he leaves that cutter up. And that cutter flattens out. People are hitting 333 off the cutter this year. Um, slugging 583 Throws it to lefties and righties, more often to lefties. It seems to me, though, that whenever he gets beat, it's on that cutter that flattens out. So look, for, uh, for, for me anyways, I look for the when the cutter is sharp and it's tight and the curveball's tight, forget about it. And I, like I said, I've said this in the last two or three pre-Wainwright starts, I don't bet against Adam Wainwright at home. He has rarely ever, especially in recent years, let me down when he's at home. He went seven innings, three earned, four strikeouts, three hit by pitches, no walks in his most recent start. Not exceptional. Pitched well enough to win. Did not get said win. Nevertheless, I'm still not betting against Mr. Wainwright. I think he's going to be phenomenal. My prediction for this series, even though I do think Martinez has the potential, like he always does, to have a good start tonight, I just think Shane Bieber is too much for the Cardinals. And I think the Cardinals are able to get into the bullpen after Mejia exits tomorrow. I think the Cardinals split this series. I think they lose one more tonight. I think losing streak gets up to six games tonight. And Wainwright bounces back with a win. Cardinals bounce back with the help of Adam Wainwright with a win tomorrow. We shall see. Before I let you go, um, head over to Locked On Today. Today they're talking about where do the Bucks go from here as they're down 2-0 to the Brooklyn Nets. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app 
or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And email the show at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. And again, tomorrow's episode, show number 200. So email me your favorite thoughts, favorite memories, um, and what you enjoy about the show. Or respond to the tweet, DM, whatever you got. So until I talk to you tomorrow for episode number 200, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.